0: Good evening. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. It's Friday and I'm back. We are back with another episode of TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. Uh, it's going to be a fun, fun, fun show. You don't want to miss what we got going on. Um, (laughs) okay. So sit back, relax, and get ready to sip this hot tea, please. Al Reynolds, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, Claudia? I like that blue. That's one of my favorite colors. you. are you. coming to L.A., right? I'll be in L.A. tomorrow. I just got back from New York today, and I am exhausted. And we still got to get to Miami so we can take our group photos for our, our new season. That's what we got to do. So right I'm going to see you Come on. We're going to come through. Please welcome guy <laughs> ah. Dineva with a copper. Copper tone.
1: Yes, honey. You know, just a little piece of faux leather from my favorite store, Uh Which- Zara. Zara, y'all need to give us a sponsorship. That, that's who I wear nine times out of ten because I'm so slim and petite and my bike is small. They make nice clothes for the
0: couture girls. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> you, you know what? negroes get new money and look how they just act kind of nose, Al. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the BET Awards are this weekend. Uh, Al will be working the red carpet. I'll be on the red carpet. Q, if you would just stop being so fearful of leaving Florida, you can come hang uh, with us. Funny.
1: The, funniest, uh, the <laughs> BET Awards, the BET Hip Hop Awards, was the first award show I ever worked in. This Listen, y'all, this was the first time I had ever went out in public as Funky Dineva with the hair. I had a long, spiky heel on. Bitch, I thought I was doing it. By the end of that red carpet, my feet was hurting so bad. And then I'm gonna tell you another thing, too. Maybe the BET Hip Hop Awards was not the first place for my unknown ass to go. Those rap artists, they just <laughs> walked past me. They wouldn't speak. They was looking at me like, what the F?
0: Well, in BET's defense, it is a huge difference, the BET Hip Hop Awards and the BET Awards. All it's right. like you went to the Source Awards, kind of.
1: You know what I'm I mean? I'm here to tell you, though, from that experience, I have never worked a red carpet since, and I am just not interested out there panhandling interviews. That's why I love that Al likes to do it. I don't fear no type of way. I'm like, let Al own this. Like, he can Al,
0: you don't never have to worry about us trying to take that position. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, I, I remember one time a big, big comedian sunned me on the red carpet. And it was so embarrassing that I left in tears. And after that, I was like, I never want to do this again. And my producer at the time was like, don't ever let anyone disrespect you. And I'm like, I didn't know. What happened? Um, it was something that had hit on me before. And I did not go out with this person. And I was at the premiere and I was talking to one of the biggest producers in Hollywood that does action movies. And he comes up to him in the middle of my interview and says, why are you talking to her? She's the worst one out here. And he went to everyone around me. And there was a guy next to me that was, you know, when people like win a spot in the red carpet, they like a a total amateur, like a kid might be in the red carpet. He even went to that person next to me and made it very obvious he was dissing me. So I I was holding back tears and I still had to interview a really big A-lister after that and hold it together. Um, But years later, he ended up uh, apologizing to me. I will say that. I'll tell you who it is during the break. All
2: right. Oh, Claudia, I need to shout out Nisi. Happy birthday, Nisi. I think your birthday is either today or tomorrow, but um, happy birthday from Claudia and Q and myself here at TGIF.
0: Someone in this, I'm gonna go to the chat a lot tonight. Yes, of course, says Claudia. It looks like she's been hunching.
1: She from Miami, Who uh, from Florida, whoever that person is. Ah, that they word. might be on to something. They from Miami. She looking, <laughs> friends, oh. she looking tired and weathered and ran through. That's what they saying.
0: <laughs> 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 who, me? Not me, girl. Okay. Listen. That's none of y'all business. Okay. What happens in New York stays in New York? Okay, so listen, what y'all drinking on tonight? Y'all sipping on anything?
1: Uh, it's Friday, y'all. We made it through our first week of five days a week. So I unlock myself. I'm unlock myself next week. I got a little vodka and cranberry, plus a YouTube guy. Okay.
0: So um, y'all blog for me. I have uh, Red Bull, some uh blueberry flavored Red Bull. I can't show it because we don't they didn't pay to be here, but I'm drinking some Red Bull to get this. Get through the show. All right, let's get to the show. We have a lot to talk about. A recent graduate has gone viral after snatching the microphone from an administrator because she wouldn't allow her to say her full name. Take a look.
3: Okay, let's go. go. Let's go. Let's go. You didn't let me get my moment. So I want to say my name is Connie Diano and I'm graduating today. Hey, I don't yes. like you snatched the mic out of my hand, So today is going to be all about me.
0: The situation took place just weeks after videos circulated of black graduates being mistreated at their graduation. Al, what do you think on this? And do you blame her?
2: Um, Is it me or all the negative graduation stories (laughs) about black people? Like, I know there's got to be some white people out here doing crazy stuff or Hispanic people out here doing crazy stuff on graduation. Um... I don't know, Claudia. It, for me, it just didn't settle well with me. The way she handled it just didn't settle well with me. I mean, her actions came across to me at the, in that moment, immature and disrespectful. I can understand that she felt disrespected, but how she handled it I, that that I didn't like too much. And honestly, as a I don't know what she's doing after graduation, whether she's going to graduate school or where she's trying to get a job. But as a future, if I was an employer, I would not look highly on how she. Handled handled that situation and possibly would pass her up for any type of job if I had an opening.
0: Okay. Q, what do you think? It's tough,
1: right? Because emotionally and mentally, if I felt slighted, the part of me on the inside would want to do the same thing, right? I just don't know y'all if she handled it properly. And she said she wanted her moment. Is this the moment? You know what I'm saying? Like, is this that 15 seconds you got is that that moment that bubbly moment that you get in your chest when you walk across the stage I think not I think if anything it took away from your moment because this moment will now and forever be cemented as you wrestling with the lady just to say your name and throw down the microphone but I completely understand her being upset if she felt discriminated against.
0: Right. Sean Alexander in the chat says she she did what needed to be done. Miss France said all wrong on so many levels. Uh Mtown Boy Foya says, I don't know if I like that, but she had her moment. Um, I'm going to say this. Of course, on the outside, looking in on the surface, of course, looks very tacky and ghetto and like, oh, she could have handled it differently. But I also will say this. Have y'all ever had a teacher that really tried you, but they can hide behind the authority thing where they get away with mistreating you? And, and they've done some underhanded stuff. I know I have. Mm-hmm. I've, ha- I've had that. I think I would have probably sunned her in a way that still came off classy because they're going to hold her tone against her, right? Even though if she was right, her yeah. tone and her delivery is going to be held against her no matter what. Oh, she was ghetto. And we'll never even hear what the teacher did to it. You know, we won't even really get into that as much. It'll only be about the tone. So I wish you would have just grabbed the mic and said something in a different way. Like, although people were trying to hold me back, I want to say yes. my full name right. and have my moment because <laughs> I earned it.
1: And Not you should be right, ashamed. Right, right, right. You should be ashamed the way you're treating the black students as they walk across. Right, right, that right. would have been a moment. Now, that would have been a moment that you could be proud of. And there's a quote I want to leave us with that describes moments like this. She did the wrong thing for all the right reasons.
0: Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because again, there's, I'm sure for her to react like that. She was disrespectful. Yeah, of course. Of course. But with black people, especially, and I know people, Oh, you always make it a black and white thing. I can't, we, we have a show that advocates for us, right? Mm-hmm. We have to talk about this when we have too much base in our voice or a little too excited for them. We make people uncomfortable. Our deeper voices our more base in our voice already makes them nervous. Mm-hmm. So it sounds aggressive to them. No matter, we know like what we get it amongst ourselves. But to others, it definitely – it gives aggressive, I'm scared – I don't like to give them any anything anything. Just but
1: nothing. you know what, too. Before I, and, I, and I, just to add one more thing, that lady should be reprimanded too for wrestling with that girl with that microphone. That was ghetto on her part too. And you're supposed to be an administrator and classy and held at a higher Boy, standard.
2: Boy, get out of here! I've done graduations. I would have wrestled with her too. She gonna try to take the microphone, and I got a hundred more students to do. No, that just ain't as bad. Work. As,
1: but then I'm just saying she looks just mm-hmm. as bad as she does. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, fellas, get into this tragic story. An overcrowded boat holded around 750 migrants had tragically sunk in the Greek waters. Now, the passengers were attempting to escape their current conditions in Libya in hopes of a better life in Italy. As of now, over 100 people who were rescued were rescued. 82 bodies were recovered, and the rest in the hundreds are still missing. As we all focus on the five rich white people on the little thingy thing that went down to the Titanic. This is what was going on and got very little coverage. What are your thoughts on the story, Al?
2: Let me, help me understand this. Now, we got over 600 plus immigrants have died on a boat We haven't had any media coverage of it, basically, hardly none, and no rescue efforts. However, five rich people go on a submarine. We read about them every hour on the hour. We spend $6.5 million to find them, to locate them when we know they are already dead. Make it make sense. This is an example of how gross of a disparity our government and other governments have when they prioritize certain lives over other lives. And it just doesn't feel right. How is it that 600 plus immigrants are dead? And we're not talking about it the same way that we're talking about a billionaire who died with his nephew or grandson um, five days ago.
0: And that wasn't even America. That was the world. You know, that was great. Right. That was the Greek. And I heard that they watched them like they were like, mm, oh, well, and then finally kind of came around. Q, what are your thoughts on this?
1: This is a tough one, right? Um, Because there are a lot of similarities, but there are some things that are different, right? Um, We knew that those people were going down in that submarine. I don't know. I imagine when you're smuggling people, it's a clandestine situation. I imagine when a boat is sinking, that it's going to sink relatively quickly before they can get enough help there to get everybody off. Um, so I imagine that there was going to be catastrophic loss of life with the migrant situation anyway, um, I have to keep the same energy that I kept with the submarine people. They had no business getting on their submarine. These people had no business getting their ass on that, despite the fact that their reasoning was a bit more noble. They were trying to get to a better life. I get it. It still was a stupid decision. They cost them their lives. Um, and I can agree that the inequity in the media coverage was definitely unfair.
0: So, um, when I used to spend time in Italy, we would there would be a lot of uh, people escaping for you know a better life, going to Italy from Africa, from the continent of Africa. Now, Libya, in particular, it's not really getting as much media attention as it should. But please, 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 y'all and soulmates, feel free to take me up on this and go Google that slavery is still alive and well in Libya. So I do think they didn't have a choice for some of them. And I heard some of them paid upwards of five to $20,000 to be in that boat. They weren't like super broke, like, you know, just jumping on a boat. They felt like they had no choice. I've seen horrific videos of black men with ropes around their chest, digging into their skin, crying, bleeding, and they are engaged. They are being, they are, they are, slavery is alive and well in Libya. It is alive and well please understand it is not something of the past in Libya. It is happening right now. So I, I get it, but once again, I mean, the world continues to, sh- to sh- give us the, their entire ass a kiss when it's someone black or brown and people say, oh, you make everything about race. Well, when in America, the world stops being uh, so so um, unfair when it comes to black and white, then we can stop doing this. Because pro- trust me, I'd much rather do fun stories. You know what,
1: well, Claudia, I'll also say this. Uh, me and my trainer were talking about it in the gym today. I fundamentally have a problem with six point something million Mm dollars being spent on five people, all right? I think sometimes you have to sacrifice the few for the many. We could have fed house and clothes something million in order to save five people who were dead an hour and a half after they got in the water. I could sleep easier at night knowing that we exhausted 6 million dollars trying to save 700 people mm-hmm. or whatever and I think the 6 point something million dollars should be billed back to these rich people's families or they they had they got their ass in a private submarine they should have hired a private crew to find their ass.
0: And while we're on this subject, I, I really need folks to really start caring about the tra- tragedies that are continuing to happen in the continent of Africa, how the Congo is being raped for all the products that go into our cell phones. These there's, there's thousands of people that are digging by hand to get the pieces for the chips for our cell phones. It's just the continent is being raped by China. And that's a whole nother discussion that I would like for us to get into one day. <clears throat> but it's just par for the course how that doesn't get coverage. But, you know, when they're of a lighter shade, it's a tragedy.
1: Claudia, Quita G in the chat's got a good thing. She says, it's not stupid, Q. When you're desperate, it's a difference than in intentionally going on a suicide mission. I agree, desperation does cause people to do silly or risky things. Oh. I-, I can agree with that, Quita G.
0: Yeah, and it's even silly if they're escaping slavery, I think, you know what yep. I mean? Now, I the submarine folks, silly. All right, call me up uh, a bowling coach who was uh, rolling more than just balls, and later find out what restaurant and a priest have in common. Stay tuned. Yeah, I asked. And keeping it live and popping in the chat. All right, so much. Have you ever thought about how you handle yourself and you are placed in the midst of an unexpected situation? Well, we like for you to chime in as we present various scenarios in a fun segment. We like to call hashtag What Would You Do? <laughs> <laughs> What would Q do? <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. We want to know what would you guys do. So we want the chat to chime in on this, and we'll read some of those. Erica Badu recently called out the crowd for leaving during her performance. Take a look. You
3: got to bring him. Hold on, stop, stop. Hold on. Where are y'all going? Excuse me. Where are y'all going? Wait a minute. I'm not. Was... This is rude. I'm singing
0: now some sources are revealing it was because the artist was two hours late I will say this she lives out here in Dallas and she's notorious for being late for her shows although she's super dope once she performs what would you do in this situation chat soulmates Al what would you do
2: leave <laughs> <laughs> I would leave
1: too <laughs>
3: Okay.
1: okay. Q? Listen, I would tell you one thing about me I don't handle embarrassment well out of custody well, <laughs> at all. However, I did read because I posted on the shade room. This feels like part of the act, and a lot of people did get under the comments and said it is definitely part of the act that they saw her at multiple city locations, and she did the same exact thing. And then, if you also notice too, bam, she does like that, and wow. the music starts right back where she left off.
0: It did seem part of a skit how she went right back into the music. But if you but just I, see the clip, don't, which don't. most people just intended, you just seeing the quick clip. You would just think, why wow, she tripping." Now I will say, Lauren Hill. I don't. Definitely a some- oh few. my goodness! I think they both kind of wait for planets to line up and crystals and all that kind of stuff. Right, right, right.
1: But let's just, for the sake of argument, pretend it is real. I want to know what would some of our soulmates do, Claudia?
0: All right, so uh, so be it. Says child, they weren't feeling you. Minding my, my <laughs> business, says girl, it's rude when you show up two hours late. We leaving. Um, let's see. <laughs> Raphael Smith said, I definitely would have hollered back. <laughs> uh, and then Sam Cook says, hell, she ain't got nothing on Lauren Hill. So people said they would leave. They leave.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure.
0: Then and then uh Katesha Boykin says, if you love her, you'll wait. Yeah. Rocky says, wait. two hours, I might have left before it started. <laughs> okay. All right, now an assistant women's bowling coach at Stephen F. Austin State University chose to resign after the school discovered he had an affair with a member of the team. And here's a plot twist. His wife is the head coach. What would you guys do if, if you were his wife? Oh, there she is. Soulmates, make sure. Can we see that again? Can we see the wife?
2: <laughs>
1: Was he bowling balls or bowling her? <laughs> right. <laughs> that was so mean. This lady don't got cheated on and I'm making jokes about and her. So.
2: You but you know nigga, what? She's, she's like boy. they're like champions. They're like um due time, state, yeah. national, national, like national, yeah, national champions. They're like national champions. If I was her, I would have beat both their ass. I would have beat the chick who was sleeping with my husband, and I would have beat my husband's ass for disrespecting me like that on the job.
0: There you go. Kim.
1: Yeah, he probably would have caught some battery acid because there's a
2: whole <laughs> lot of things
1: going on, right? I'm the head coach. You're the assistant coach, which means you riding off my coattail. The story says he was a stay-at-home dad for a while. So you only got this piece of income because of me. Then you don't came to my job house and cheated on me with one of my students and you don't embarrass me at my job. Being embarrassed at your job it's literally like the worst thing ever. I'd have been whooping ass. Um,
0: the <laughs> last time someone, someone, uh, the last time I got cheated on, which is, it's been a, a, a while, but I, I def, I put hands. I did, I, I did, especially when it's a public thing or people know more, than, it's one thing when you can like, kind of keep it between yourselves, but when other people are involved,
1: Just don't embarrass me where I'm
0: (laughs) going.
1: I got to see see these people every day. They laughing at me when I walk past that cubicle. Don't do that.
0: Um, My uh, Miss Wright fine says battery acid. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rocket uh, said, TB says that's why he cheated. Inna (laughs) Williams says I would have cheated too. Uh, Fish Eye Jedi says not guilty. And yet Bless says that happened at my high school after old girl graduated. They had a child and he quit before he got fired. Damn.
2: Okay. I just yeah. want to know, what do the girls on the bowling team actually look like? <laughs> rugby players. <Go laughs> rugby the, players. We go back
0: to the picture real quick. But but that, that's, that's, the that's the coach. That's the coach. That's not the Big player. Mike's. Huh?
1: That's the coach part. Of there. that's not the player. That's I know. I
0: was, can, oh. I, can, I be, can I be messy?
1: Oh, I was going to But nine times I ten, not <laughs> look like that. No. <laughs> right,
0: Are we being someone said I'm being mean, the chat of being a mean girl. Yes, I am and did okay a woman that's why you watch the show a woman revealed that she prefers to travel with friends rather than save up for retirement what would you do would you continue to travel with your friends or save up for retirement soulmates make sure you chime in are you are you living for for now or you saving money for the future funky i already know what your answer gonna be
1: a, a little bit of both. Quick cautionary tale. My father worked all of his life, never spent a dime, always said he'd be happy at retirement, save for retirement, took care of his family. My father died three to four years after he retired. Okay, left us some money, thankful that he was able to leave us some money, but his life was a cautionary tale to me. I will not defer my happiness for a day that may not come. Now, that don't mean be no damn fool and spend up all your damn money. You know what I'm saying? But I, I just try, what I try to do is make more money so I don't have to compromise my lifestyle and I'm still able to save for tomorrow.
2: All right. Al,
0: what would you do now or later?
2: Listen, I I, after after dealing with retired elder care parents who I had to take care of in their their later life, I understand the importance of saving for retirement now before I used to be like, burn it to the end, right? Enjoy my life right now. But then If the life expectancy is 77 in these days for us Americans, then what are we going to do? Like, there's a lot of years there that we have to rely on the retirement system. So I think it's best that we all get on board because right now only 25% of working Americans are participating and putting their money away in Social Security and retirement. And that's not enough for us Gen X that's me and you, Claudia, and also you, which is which is Q. So we got to do better, guys, when it comes to retirement so that we can all make sure that we are taken care of in our old age.
0: Just to be sensitive to the people that actually have kids to take care of, I will say this. The three of us don't have the burden or the blessing, however you want to look at it, of mm-hmm. children. So we're able to live a little bit more freely. So I just want to be respectful of y'all, for y'all come for us. But since, I, you know, I've decided I'm most likely not going to be a mom, so I said when that happens, I'm going to live my life, but mm-hmm. also save because I don't, I don't, I can't rely on that. Someone's going to be taking care of me. There's no kid that's mm-hmm. going to do it. Uh, as of now, I'm not married. I mean, it could happen, but you, you got to do a little bit of both. Like you said,
3: mm-hmm. but
0: don't, don't put it all away. And that you, you can't take it with you. So you definitely mm-hmm. want to make sure you burn through as much as you can with <laughs> still having a cushion. Mm-hmm. All right. Listen,
2: See, but that's also the importance of insurance. A lot of us we could do we could do long term care to help us in our retirement with the cost of long term care when we get older and have maybe have to have an, an assistant to help us or to go to a home. So not so there, uh, there like options I'm, in retirement. I'm
0: laughing at
1: what Kay Rocket said. Uh, they said, but when you 70, what you gonna do? <laughs> exactly. And she's
0: not of the third earth says if they don't have kids, travel, travel, travel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. All right, listen,
0: speaking of travel, we got someone who's traveled around the world because she is super popping and talented. Coming up next, we have hip-hop artist Cash Doll. She's going to be joining us.
2: Let's go. Let's go.
0: Welcome back to TGIF. Before we get to our guest, I want to give Mario a birthday shout out. He turned 40 years old. And the reason why this is special is because Mario thought he would never make it to 40. So happy birthday to you, brother. And thank you for being a soulmate.
2: Mario, the singer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh well, that other Mario <laughs> Happy birthday, Mario hey, He over there lunching, happy birthday, Mario You
0: know what, I can't with y'all But okay, alright, tonight's guest is An amazingly talented, chart-topping hip-hop artist Whose debut album garnered More than 122 million Streams <laughs> on Spotify I know I've made a whole bunch of them Especially with one of my favorite songs of hers Please welcome Cash Down What's up, Woo! Cash Dial?
3: What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? What's good, like good, good man?
0: Thanks for being here. Okay. Let's just get right into it since we have, you know, this year marks 50 years of celebrating hip hop. How does that, this milestone, you know, impact you as an artist? and who are some of your personal favorite hip hop artists?
3: Oh my God. I have so many favorite. Um, look him first off. Cause she, she got a cracking for me and MC light. Those are the two that inspired yes. me. Um, BMX, Fabulous, um, and everybody just so unique. 50 Cent, it's like so many people that had they, you know, they imprint that had me like, oh, I'm about to do this. I'm about to be, I'm about to be a hip hop artist. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like being a part of hip hop, knowing that it's, it's hip hop 50th birthday, it's like, I'm just. Amazed because it's so many more female rappers. And at first it was not as many. And now it's like it's as many female rappers as it is guys. And I'm just happy for that alone.
0: The girls are running it right now. I don't I can't think of the last male hip hop artist that dropped in the past six months. It seems like every new album that's dropping is just the ladies just kind of they, yeah. they yeah, kill. it.
3: That's because they hmm. The
1: ladies is outside. They they are outside. So Cash, I got a question for you. Like, one thing I love about you is like, you are literally the most unproblematic female rapper out there. You're never in any beef. You ain't on the blogs for subbing somebody. But I always have this conversation with my friends that goes, Why is it that cash dog respectfully hasn't gotten as big as some of the other people who haven't been in the game as long as her or put in the work like she's put in. Why do you think that?
3: I don't know. I just really think, um, God has his hands on my career. I think that everything is aligned in, um, divine order. And I think that, um, and I know, and I have faith that, you know, it's all God. And Mm -hmm. I just trust this process. You know, I'm not even questioning no more. I used to be very bitter about it. But now I've just had a space in my life, in my career, where I'm just like, I trust God and just take the whip. Mm -hmm. And whatever is whatever. I'm going to put in the work. I'm going to do what I got to do, you know, and I'm going to do it the right way. I'm not going to be problematic just to be in the blogs. (laughs) I'm going to be in the blogs because of who I am, not because Mm -hmm. of the beef I chose to have. So, Mm -hmm. you know... you get what you put out and all i be putting out is good. So eventually that will come back. And
2: that's what I believe in. Hey, I like that cash doll. My question yeah. is talking about divine order. Let's talk about you being a parent and having a child and how that's Let's that talk
3: should... about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I saw I her standing mother.
2: right behind you right there. Right. <laughs> Tell me how rewarding has it been, you know, to be a mother and also, you know, juggle motherhood with your career and I hate to be nosy, but are we expecting another one? Like, maybe a little boy to go with the girl?
3: What? <laughs> I am <appalled>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, You know what? Motherhood is so beautiful that I would want another one. I'm not even going to lie. I am so in love with my son. Like, he i the best of me. He really brought out the best of me. And like I said, divine order, I feel like he was brought at the right time because it was so many more blessings that came after I had him, you know? So, I'm just grateful... That, you know, it all happened how it happened and the time it happened, how it did, because, you know, I love him differently. Like from if I was my 20s and I was just like outside trying to be in a club is like different now. I want to be with my child. So I'm just grateful for that. And I love him so much. I don't want him
0: by himself.
3: Mm -hmm. So I would
0: like to have another one. Just one. Okay. Okay. Well, we will be patiently waiting for that. Um, (laughs) Since we're talking about work, uh, you released a new single called Riding. Let's take a listen. Very nice.
3: and
1: That's that a has, summer bop.
3: That's, that's a summer bop. I has what is, I try to do something different.
1: Yeah, that's uh, cute. Blue yeah, sophisticated.
3: I try to sing a little
0: bit. Blue sophisticated in the chat, we were talking about the career thing, and he said, that's because you haven't sold your soul to the music devils. Well, that's a true fact. I'm going
3: to tell you this. I like my money sent to me. I don't like my money going through 9,000 people before it gets to me. So that's one thing I got to say. I am a boss by all means necessary.
0: (laughs) Can you tell us about that song? Like the inspiration? Just, just give us a little something about the song. The inspiration was, you know, like
3: soft girl era. You know, I'm always mm-hmm. so hard on the tracks, you know. And then I feel like even before I even was in a relationship, like I feel like I was so hard that I intimidated a lot. So I'm like, I'm still a woman. Let me get a little soft, you know. And we do have our our, our, our moments where we gotta ride down on the on, on the right quick. So I'm like, let me sing and you know express that and rap some tough lyrics too at the same time. Give them a little both sides of me, <laughs> of me, you know. So that's <laughs> what I want to do.
0: I definitely uh, played the hell out of your song with Big Sean so good. When I'm working out, I play that song. I love, listen, I love that song.
3: I know you, okay. (laughs) So
0: so Cash, here's
3: my
1: thing, right Cash? I actually, I despise when rappers and artists get into acting because so many of them sometimes just can't act and they use them to get I'm people like to you. tune you in. Not- yeah, You're I not- am. Not- and, and they use it not- to, to get people to tune in and it's like, what is this? So when you, when they say she gonna be in, on BMF, I was like, here we- But after seeing you on BMF and Empire, I was like, she got it, got it do you like acting and will we see you doing more of it
3: yes you would definitely see me doing more and yes i love acting i love acting just as much i never just wanted to be a rapper or a singer or a actor. i just wanted to do entertainment i just like entertainment i have this personality just gotta do something you know so i always want to do all of it but i ain't gonna lie i think i like Accent a little bit more. No. <laughs> this is habit. Okay. I like the checks the a little truth's bit coming little the, the, the checks are
1: cuter. Are the teach is coming real out. Cute. They're real
3: cute. <laughs> and then, um, I also get to have a little more stability. Like when you rap in, you have to I would be in New York one day, okay. Philly the next I, day, Miami then. Houston, back to Cali, but it's like when you're acting, you like in one station. Mm, right. And, and you know, you get a little peace of mind like that, not moving mm. around like that, all that wear and tear on your body. So I, I appreciate acting more
2: than rapping because Lord,
3: Jesus.
2: Claudia, Claudia, before you go real quick, Cash, are you coming to LA for the BET Awards?
3: Yes, that's why I'm in the salon right now. Get my hair done. Okay. Right
2: okay. Please don't forget to stop and talk to me now. I'm doing the red carpet for Fox Soul and for TJF. Please don't stop and don't forget to stop and talk to oh, me. I'm gonna carpet,
3: come over okay? there. I'm
2: gonna
0: be like, what's up? I just seen you yesterday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cash, as much as you are amazing at acting, we can't have you get out of the music game because people in the chat are going in. Chelsea Freeman says, definitely gonna be playing this song riding with the windows down and the roof off this summer. They put a bunch of hearts inflamed so i want to let's get, go and, chelsea
3: and, <laughs> and
0: tyler moore is ratchet like us well like me instead of claudia okay. i work out to that song too so good i'm like yeah, it'd be motivating me to get like fly okay so i could okay. <laughs> get home and get it all day okay cash what can the soulmates expect from you next
3: more acting, more music, more babies, more hairstyles, more it. endorsements,
0: more money. Outside. I love more it. More money, more outside. I never home. <laughs> you know, you have a really pleasant vibe about you. I'm, so I, oh this God, was like a yes. pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised. Oh, this was you really You
3: know what? Fun. I'm, I'm real chill. I be chilling. I, be, I really can't wait to talk to people.
1: You know, so I'm, I I'm, let it off. I'm, I'm glad you said that, Cash, because sometimes when one of us are out, we need guest hosts. So can you we lean on, on, on you to over guest over host, here. TGIF? if you know yeah, if yeah, time ahead. Ahead. You need to come on over okay. here. Okay, there there it it is. Is. next Friday. There it is. There, <laughs> is. there <laughs> it is. There <laughs> it is. We'll, let you, we'll have our people call your people. I, can. I, <laughs> I know
3: people call my people so they can let me know what's up. Cash, I would love that because sometimes <laughs> I need a
0: female voice to go against these two heathens right here okay <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh my God, I can already tell they something else <laughs> thank you so much Cash now keep it locked because coming up next a restaurant is ordered to pay a pricey fine due to a priest and later find out why Jackie O's friends are in the hot seat keep it locked and once again please follow Cash Dial and support her and all she does we'll be right back Welcome back to more TGIF. Let me tell you something. Like, I love when the soulmates love the guests that we bring. And Blue Sophisticated, I really enjoyed watching her. She's very likable. Uh, lap Cat 20, where's the missing leg? Let me, listen, the leg. Forget- we got
1: to really. get the missing leg man on. He told us to call. <laughs> we gonna like follow it. up coming. with him. I found his information. It's on the Just Who for Production Emperor. It's on our Instagram page from the clip from his story. He's on there with his information. And he said for us to call him to find out about that leg.
0: We, okay, let's let's set that up for next week then. How about that? Uh, but again, uh, lots of love for Cash Doll. So please follow her and support everything she does. All right, y'all, check out this story. A California restaurant has been ordered to pay $140,000 in back pay and damages after hiring a fake priest employees to confess their work related sins what are your thoughts but more importantly can can y'all confess a work-related sin right now can we all confess a work-related sin on the show
1: i can oh lord okay When I used to work in corporate America, I used to steal all the people's copy paper. I used to steal all their coffee creamer. I used to steal all their office supplies. I had became a realtor. I had made like 2,000 postcards to send out to prospective clients. I went to work on a Saturday and stole all their postage. And then... Um long time ago when I went to college I worked at one job in the county office and I stole all the people money and almost went to jail <laughs> but that's a, whole, that's a story for oh, another day but that's how I know Jesus is real because I was supposed to be in prison
0: I love when criminals bring Jesus into the story. <laughs> like now. This like way. where was your faith in Jesus when you were stealing? <laughs> I Al? hadn't found him yet. <laughs> Al, where? I, I,
2: I, mm, I can't. Y'all know I, I was a little bit too uh, straight-laced to do any of that. But I think one thing that I did do, though, was use the FedEx account uh, for both personal and business. Now, that I can admit to doing.
0: Um. I made out with my manager that used to manage Oak tree at the North Attleboro mall
2: in <laughs> Massachusetts, at work. That's how you got extra, extra hours over time.
0: No, he didn't even give me no extra hours. <laughs> <laughs> we had them suits for nine 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 $99 on five piece suits. But yeah, we definitely, uh, we, we, we had inappropriate relate, but just making out cause I wasn't doing it like that back then.
2: All right, y'all That's not the one you did it in the storage room with, is it? What? So no, funny. that's the other three. Uh,
0: mind your business, but mind your business. All right, a family physician by the name of Doctor. Camera Phyllis Jones revealed that racism is detrimental to the health of Black people. After conducting an in-depth research, uh, Doctor. Jones discovered the pervasive health disparities due to the stress hormones. That are elevated when we experience racism tend to impact our bodies which age prematurely so racism is like aging us and historically they have contributed historically to dismal heart disparities from maternal mortality to heart disease and cancer but what are your thoughts on this discovery that racism is aging us and hurting us i mean makes sense to me Al.
2: i mean it, i agree it all makes sense and look we got We have multiple things that are like aging us job related stuff. As essential workers, we were the most impacted by COVID environmentally. Usually the only place they allow us to buy is usually in an area that's less desired, you know, usually it's toxic and then healthcare access in general, we're denied access to healthcare more than any other uh, demographic in America. So why and how would we not be stressed out? How would we not be stressed out?
0: All right, Q.
1: Aged where? Well, you don't really work. <laughs> no, because I'm a who listen. Um, <laughs> I love that this doctor quantified this information, but for us, we already knew this. So I'd just be curious to know who this information is is for and um what does the medical community and or the dominant culture plan to do with this information? Because for black people, this is just another day in the office. Stress period kills Al.
2: Yeah. You know, I think Q is because it's like she is a visiting professor at Yale University. She sits on, um, you know, these different boards that are actually now giving us a voice in the space when, you know, other have ignored it. So I think that's why she's sharing this information and she's going to continue to share it in these predominantly white um, environments so that they understand that we always are coming from a deficit as it relates to health care.
0: You know, as as we all know, uh, the the popular phrase "black doesn't crack," and a lot of times you can't really tell how old someone, uh, uh, so how old a black person is, because we definitely defy age. That's with all the stresses that we have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Can you imagine?
1: Yes, yeah, honey. Have- right here, look, be looking like a big sixth grader, bitch. Okay, just. <laughs> just want to play hopscotch yes <laughs> I mommy mean, what is wrong with you I mean, <laughs> Lisa Frank lunchbox me down oh, let me tell you something I look like I just graduated high school I mean I look, look.
0: first of all that's <laughs> What well, we're not going to do on this
2: internet is lie. But, I, mean, oh,
0: I mean, you don't look 58, but you don't look 17, 18. Okay, I,
1: listen, I'm a strong, I'm, listen, I'm a strong, I'm a strong 28. No,
0: you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all y- 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 some hating
1: ass not.
2: <laughs> no, you are
1: not. So, no. so I- I'm going to regret doing this. Soulmates, drop Woo! that in the comments and tell the girls, uh-oh, I, I look and, ooh, and y'all better do me right. And we'll ask <laughs> we'll answer them
0: after the commercial. What? <laughs> I don't know who got you getting. See, that's because you've been You've been asking them old white Russians that age like No, he just got back
2: in the that gym. He got back in the gym, the and that's the step train of lying to him.
1: The soulmates <laughs> will settle this claw. When we come back from commercial, we will settle this.
0: I'm 40 plus. Okay, we're going to get into it. They said stop lying to yourself, Q. Thank <laughs> you yeah, if you were left back in the... 10, you know Claudia 10... was going to read that one. Oh, I'm reading these comments. Back, <laughs> Claudia. Uh, oh, yeah, we're going to get to them comments. You asked for it. All right, coming up, Jackie O's friends complain about her funeral service, and we're going to find out how old y'all think Q is and dog is when we return. <laughs> <We'll be back. laughs> Welcome back to more TGIF. Now, listen, we love each other here. So of course I don't want to hurt Q's feelings, but he absolutely—they oh, won't, won't
1: be hurt, baby. They, my self-esteem is strong. Ah, I know oh, what okay. I'm giving in these streets. Before
0: we went to break, we asked yes. Q, asked the chat to chime in, to say how old they think he looks. Okay, a carriage and says 46, but you hang with them young folks. Uh, <laughs> Miss Las Vegas, funky 40. You look your age, 39 to 40. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, R Barnes nine twenty six says Q. You look older than Al and Claudia aged added
3: together.
0: <laughs> Miss um, Nemac says younger if you dyed your beard. Okay. And then That guy Ty says don't do Q yo. He looks a healthy thirty three.
1: Thank you. Oh, Thank oh, you. Thank Monique you.
0: Monique Anderson says forty five supple and moisturized. Okay, I, I'll they accept say, that. They're all saying to color your beard. Um, Don't
2: forget, high by said forty five in dog years.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, yeah, <Y'all> so saw...
1: <laughs> they <laughs> said, yeah. that was, who was it that said I look a strong
0: eighty uh, two? Our, our producer Justin Hart said that. Yeah, that was yeah. funny. Oh,
1: Justin said it. <laughs> Justin said that. <laughs> that was funny.
0: So yeah, oh, they are. On, they're man. all throwing it out there. There's so many in here that they all chimed. They said depends on HR. Says depends on your outfit.
1: Were you trying to say I dress like an old... Oh, I do be dressing like an old man sometimes, though.
0: Okay.
2: Ooh, somebody said Q giving AARP. <laughs>
0: uh, K. Will said Garrett Morse.
2: That's Stan. Oh, and I don't look like Stan from Martin,
1: that K. Will. Is you pulling it, girl?
0: anyway i regret
1: playing this game go on to the next thing claudia
0: (laughs) ask and you shall receive here all right jackie's friends are getting a backlash on social media for discussing why they were disappointed with her funeral service on a recent episode of the no for sure podcast jackie's friends came together to discuss their late friend but complained that there were a lot of things they didn't speak about at her funeral do y'all think her friends were out of line al
2: Uh, i think so i think so i mean i i in a way i get it because this is probably one of the funerals to me most sensationalized funeral i've seen in a long time or has ever seen the way the blogs were involved the way the live streaming occurred the way that they forced, you know dc young fly to to speak it just made me very very uncomfortable but this new this new age you know this is content and I, i I personally didn't feel comfortable with them talking about the funeral on the podcast.
0: Okay.
1: Q, what do you think? 100% out of line. The funeral was for the family. The family put that together. As far as the mama and the daddy concerned, you know how your parents always say, I ain't none of your little friends. Y'all, just some of y- y'all are just some of her little friends in relation to them. Whatever they decided, whatever they chose to speak about, they spoke about their proudest moments. Case in point, my father, if he was alive and I died, he'd probably speak about the first time he saw me on TV and not now. That was the monumental moment for him 13 years ago. They were wrong. And if anything, they should have used their podcast to highlight some of the bigger things she was doing if they did not feel satisfied.
0: Uh, Sheree Hunt says, I didn't like some of the things I saw at the funeral as well um i'm torn on this like yeah maybe discussing on the podcast is bad but if you, someone is truly your friend and you see some things you didn't like isn't it kind of their job to speak up for you if it's you disrespectful my friends, to the mom it's and dad
1: it is disrespectful. i'm
0: gonna tell you this though my friends know me so much more than my real who i really am as a person know me so much more than my parents
1: well then it you do well, then what you do is put your paperwork together and have your friends plan your friends future. do your yeah I agree
0: I, I will because my, my mothers will probably well yeah I, I my friends definitely know me more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right. In honor of Black History Month, we are gonna play a fun Black game. Black History Month. What?
1: Black history or black music. music month? Black
0: music month. I'm sorry. Y'all want to like,
1: call me old, but she got
2: dementia. He Go ready man, You, you don't talk. What? You don't talk junk about him. He ready? You know what? Excuse me.
0: My bad. I was still distracted about the comments because someone, Sean Bailey, said the feet look 89. I was. My mom was. You're right. My you. You know she gonna get you cute. You know okay. she gonna get you. Let's get into this in honor of Black Music Month. We're gonna play a fun game of guess the artist. <laughs> all right during the segment i will present a title of a song and each host will guess the legend behind it soulmates we like for you to play along too y'all ready oh gosh all right first up name the artist that released the hit song feel the fire
1: petty pendergrass and step in the
0: something
1: that you told me N-
0: no that would be Peebo Bryson
1: okay he did a rendition too but Peebo did it Peebo did do "Field of Fire too but we not wrong with Stephanie Mills okay. and Take okay. the
0: up wow. next who was the artist that released the song Have You Ever
1: Brandy have you Brandy. ever loved somebody
2: Brandy
0: ooh hey you, you got ever that wrong too? no I'm just my ears hurt oh mine too okay <laughs> Name the artist that released the Sochi song, Body and Soul.
2: Oh, that's got to be... Oh, honey, Miss Anita.
0: I got to know, know. Oh, Body and Soul. Okay, wait up, man. That's enough. That's enough. Right. All right, this Grammy award-winning artist released the hit song, I Just Called to Say I Love You in 1984.
1: Name the artist. That blind-ass Stevie Wonder. Now, he called on a Braille phone, but he called... You know what? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> we can't sing because we can't clear that up. Okay? There's no
1: braille phone, boy. If you want to
0: even classify that as singing Joyce, I think we're fine.
1: There is all a right. braille phone. Is it? Yeah, for
0: blind people. Yeah. What call Uber Eats? I told you one of my friends messed around with anyways. Uh uh-uh. <laughs> su- this super group released the hit song If It Isn't Love, can you name the group? New edition. New edition. That's right. What artists release you and I, TY. you and I- queen latifah queen latifah okay all right all right well that was fun that was fun um we have a few minutes to talk so let's just talk about this weekend bt weekend we'll be out there is there anybody you're excited to see or who you hope gets added to the lineup because this is the 50th anniversary of hip-hop
1: oh this so is gonna be huge yeah it's a big one yeah i was glad to see that coco jones is hosting um her, I forgot who the male is that'll be hosting with her. And I was glad because no shade. I didn't think that she had made it up high enough yet to be hosting as terms of popularity, but I'm glad that she's
2: getting that opportunity.
0: Okay. Al, how about you? Um...
2: Listen, I've been covering this, you know, all season. So, I, I mean, I want to see everybody that had an influence over the last 50 years. I've, I've loved how they are really incorporating the old heads in. So like Slick Rick, like MC Light, um, all of those guys have been out in LA participating this whole award season. I can't wait to talk to them again uh, this weekend.
0: I do know Nas is performing. I don't know if I'm giving that away. Oh, and nice. Yeah. I know they was trying to get Nas and Genuine. And I wish he would have done it because that song, Owe Me Back, would have been dope. And what I, happened? Huh?
1: Give us the tea. He, what happened? It he's, just,
0: super, he's super booked like crisscrossing the country. And he's like, he's booked every, every weekend. Um, I like to see LL Cool J. I like to see, um, again, MC Light's always involved. Uh, I'm an old school coming head. this
2: year? Who? Is LL coming this year?
0: I don't know. I hope so. I hope so. I hope so because uh, he was a huge part of hip hop. A huge part. He was like. Oh.
1: I I want them to do the ladies right though. I want yes, the JJ I fans. I want the salt and peppers. I want the Moni loves. I That's want right. the, do the the yo yo. I want them to do the ladies right.
0: Lady of Rage. Yes. Yes. Hey y'all, speaking of doing right, I want y'all to check out my latest film on Tubi called All I Want Is You. The internet's been talking about it. Q, I will send you a link so you can find it. I know you struggled to find some of my projects because they're they not on NBC. But anyways, check it out, All I Want Is You. My character is crazy. I want to thank Cash Doll and my amazing co-hosts, Funky Dineva and Al Reynolds. Thank you for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Black Water Horse Movies. Catch it on our YouTube channel and website. And we will see y'all next week. And give us your What the Florida Tea. Bye, y'all.
2: Hey. Bye, soulmates. We made it.